we're back. Recording. I had to take a quick dip in the pool. Not too bad. Listen, this is uh, is a song called What a Job by Devin the Dude, man. One of my favorite songs of all time. Like, worship it. My end all be all. Like, if things go well in this career for me, that will be my introduction song that we talked about. What a Job by Devin the Dude. We just jumped in the pool. No shirt, no shoes, 75 and sunny. About to hit the beach after this, surf a little bit. What a job, man. What a job what this is. What a job is. this is. So, feels pretty good. So, we just got, I mean, as in-depth of an NBA offseason breakdown. Yeah, we let it. I, I like that we... Our we idea, let it fly. Yeah, we let it fly, and we, we waited. We were patient. We were like, we know crazy shit's going to happen this, this summer, and it did. So, we're going we're gonna to wrap things up for this podcast here, but... Me, Uncle Luke, you and I have been golfing so much this summer. Oh, absolutely. I think it's just fitting that we briefly, briefly mention it and talk about courses we've played, best round of the summer, round yesterday, yeah. worst round of the summer, maybe more importantly than best round of the summer, you know, best shot of the summer, uh, and stuff like that. Sure, so, sure, sure. You want to start? What course you've been playing a lot? Um, so my, my home course is uh, Glen Oak, or Glen Oak, Glen, uh, Glen Owen Links, uh, Village Links Country, not Country Club. Um, I know it so much, you know, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just don't remember the name, apparently. No, uh, Village Links uh, Golf Course. It, they got a 9 and they got an 18. I usually play the 9 on a on a we, any weekday, um, especially when it's, you know, the summer, it's longer days. So I'm able to get out. It's like 5 bucks a round after 6 o'clock. So you can't beat that when you can play golf 9 holes for for 5 bucks. Easy. Um, easy, yeah. But no, I, my, my, my playing partner is my buddy Michael Wood. Uh, I've been playing with him since... I started picking up clubs and started playing, and uh, I, I'm I'm lucky. I was able to, you know, we started this when the last time we saw each other in May. We were able to get 18 out in uh, Al Augustin, and uh, honestly, like I've always like that course has always been not well kept. Um, Al Augustin, or yeah, 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 yeah. when we played, um, but that back nine was really nice. Yeah, that like the, no one had like even touched it. It felt like yeah, it was. It I mean, I'm, I'm talking really nice relative to that course. You know, really nice is what we played. Pleasantly yesterday. surprised. Yes, I, I would say yeah, is what you're exactly. looking for. Um, but no, I, I actually played a a golf course last uh, Sunday called Harborside uh, Golf Club, which um, is way south of the city, way south, okay. like past the bad stuff, and then in that area, and then way past it, almost like near the border uh, east um, to nor- towards like Indiana and Michigan on Michigan. Uh, um, on the the border of Lake Michigan in that area, um, but incredible views of the city if you're in the Chicago area and you love to play golf. I, it's a nice link style course and it's super nice, well capped. And how do we feel about the game? Yeah, um, how's the game coming along? I mean, I, look, yesterday was you know tough first the first nine front nine, but um, game wise, I mean, I'm this is really the first summer I've been able to play you know as much as I've wanted to play. And you know you upgrade some things, you get better at some things. I practice a lot. And where have you seen a good improvement? Uh, the driver driving. Uh, I, I can. I I'm pretty confident. When I step with the tee box. I can get it in the fairway, or I no. I would say in the fairway. I've had some great rounds where you know we played in. I went and played with uh, Sammy Swinger, Sam Dryer, Ooh, our buddy Dryer, who's Sammy Sweet who, who, who's got a who's got a, a funny Instagram account that kind of chronicles. His, yeah, no, you guys, his, yeah. you gotta follow yeah, this shit. It, it is it, it so is, funny, and, it, and he think he keeps it private. So you know you're gonna have to request the file, and he'll file back, obviously. But no, he he. It's perfect, you know. He he sends out uh, videos of him, you know, t- 
talking about his ups and downs in golf, and it's 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 relatable, and that's the best part about so it. So relatable. He features people who have good shots, who have bad shots. It's really funny. It's cool. It's it's a it's an awesome account. Great idea by him. But I was able to play with him in St. Louis. We played a great course called Stone Wolf, and I pretty much hit the fairway every single uh, hole that day. But I couldn't make a putt for my life, and I ended up having a not not the greatest score in the world. But it's a decently tough course. I could have played better, but um, definitely driver. I'd say driver and short game were always my my difficulties and usually my my regular irons unlike yesterday my my irons are always what i can rely on i can you know hit the green from a couple hundred and fifty something yards out so no i would say i mean like I'm nowhere near where I want to be. You know, I'd like to consistently break. <laughs> that's 90. golf, though, yeah, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's my I favorite. mean, come on. But that's my favorite part about the game is that you can, like, you're the greatest in the world struggled at it forever. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a game you suck right away. And once you kind of get past that mental hurdle of, like, I'm not going to be great, I want to enjoy myself. Because a lot of these courses you're able to, you get to play or get lucky enough to play, they're meant to be for the cream of the crop and the best of the best. So Even yesterday what we played. Yeah. Like I mean, like that's the best part about golf. You can't play at Lambeau Field. You can't play in the Mecca at Madison Square Garden for hoops. But but you can play where the pros played in golf. Yeah, which is, I mean, the course we played yesterday is Phil Mickelson's home course. Yeah. You know, that's where he's getting I mean, when in. you said that, my, my butthole kind of tightened up. Woo! I was like, okay. All right. Shit. We're going to, yeah. short game's going to get worked yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Going to get worked today. Actually, short game was pretty solid yesterday. Yeah, no, I mean, that was the only, I mean, I just had, you know, obviously the age old, the classic, uh, these aren't my clubs, and they're not my clubs. But. Let's, let's run through this list of good golf excuses. Yes. Because it might be my favorite part of golf. Sure. Um. So, one, not my clubs. Not my clubs. I mean, is the best. You're traveling. You don't know the course. You, but the clubs thing, man. Yeah. Oh, God, I just, I really just don't know these clubs. Well, this is so funny because I get up and I'm like, I'm feeling loose. I've been playing a lot. And like, you know, I take out a pitching wedge and I'm starting to warm up. I'm like, I should, you know, put this up in the air. It's fine. I was blading it and going straight right. I like look up in the air. Where did the ball go? Yeah. And it was, you know, I, I had to figure out the irons. Well, once I did, I mean. I I was I was back to where I should have been. Like I I, I feel like any course I, sh- I like I said I want to break ninety wherever I go, and that's really really tough wherever you go. But off like the third tee box, and the the shot goes way left. Yeah. Oh, back's a little tight today. That's it's a good like, one too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, just can't get it like loose yet. Yeah. Or it's like I, one of my I've favorite having, ones is like, like I've been having back for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> just like, dude, I need to see a Cairo or something. Like, Oh, you know what I mean? Just my buddy Michael Wood always—that's his go-to. Go-to is the back, bro. Uh, I always, I always like the PGA Tour answers of like, ah, just don't have the flight distance down. Yet. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm just, I'm not sure on this club's like flight path. I yet. think my <laughs> favorite excuse from you yesterday. What kind of grass yeah, is this? Yeah. What east? <laughs> we don't have this on the Midwest. You're asking Haggard. Like, yeah, exactly. Bermuda. Yeah, dude, this Bermuda <laughs> grass really like I was you like, can't get that I was same striking up. ability on the ball. <laughs> God, I was like, oh, straight up. I mean, honestly, I was like, yeah, no, I, I mean, I wasn't really trying to make excuses. I knew it was gonna be rough trying to figure every, out the clubs and everything. Every but. subpar golfer is yeah, trying to make exactly. excuses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, time, bro, I mean, right. I was pleasantly surprised with how I was able to you know, fight through that adversity and yeah. play out. My go-to, dude, I surfed earlier today. My arms feel like jello. I just can't even, like, that's my go-to. How about you? What do do you think? My my favorite is uh, the classic, you know, you have a first first couple rough holes, but, man, did I play good yesterday. Oh, Oh my God. I played so – this shot. Yeah, lights out seven yesterday. I, Dude, I blasted my shot off the tee. Then I put it on – and I sank the putt birdie on seven yesterday. Seven's like one of the hardest holes. Yeah. I, 
birdie yesterday, see, you though. You can't even see the green, but yeah, place it. Place Blind it right there. green. Couldn't even see the green from where I was hitting it from. Yeah. I love that. Oh, he's just seen the round yesterday. I was playing so well. Yeah, she did play really well. Really well. Uh, oh, not. I was, oh. you know. I oh, okay. No, I was just saying. You actually did play I pretty did not. I mean, I shot 94 yesterday, which at Rancho Santa Fe, it's like. I'm not like happy with a 94, but the course is so hard, and yeah. I'm not nearly that good. Right. But to get a, like a 94, and the fact that I'm like accepting of that mm -hmm. should tell you. I wanted like more or less. I always want to shoot like 45 front and back. Yeah, I mean, 45, like, 40, bogey golf. I would say like if you had to ask me like where I'm at, bogey golf. That's what bogey I'm golf's for. always the always. kind of the mark. You know, make a few pars, get a birdie here and there maybe. But and then the other thing we golf. talked about is like, I'm not Adam Scott. I'm not Rory. I'm not going to, like, try and have my my sh shoulders squared and, like, sure. my feet are planted. I'm like, no, I'm going to just be an athlete, sure. hit the ball in the right direction, and, yeah. like, good things are going to happen. Yeah, no, like, people who, like, well, I always want to talk about distance off the tee and things like that. Like, I mean, when I'm straight, like, I can get it pretty far, but yeah. I'm, I'm not – I've never swung, like, out yeah. of my shoes. I'm, yeah. like, I'm always – I don't bring it all the way back. I'm just, like, I want to hit it. Down the middle, and then see that's what I'm working on this summer. Because like, like I'm nine. a notorious bomber, uh -huh. and just trying to like sure make up for everything else. It's just like, all right, I'm. You are. You get it up there ten. and let I it fly. I want to just think three ten. <laughs> no, so this summer it's like, all right, Bo, if you could hit, like, you know, swing out of your ass and maybe hit it like three hundred plus. Yeah. Or, like, you could hit it two eighty five here and like maybe put it in the fairway. That wouldn't be such a bad idea. Then mm. you don't have to hit like a hybrid from two eighty right. out left side of the like. Well, another rough. thing from yesterday is we played from the tips. I don't like brutal. Always, yeah, like brutal. Like, I think that's like the last course I'd probably play from the tips. Yeah, from, you know, like <laughs> yeah. No, you got to be a savage. So to play like from overall, I feel class. very fine with with how I played, and especially in the back nine for playing from the tips. But well, see the back nine things change. You put on the visor. The 2008. You put on the US 2008 Open. U.S. Open. You said you said you had a little Tory present. Yeah, I was like, Pines wow. visor, wow. infamously won by Mister the one and only Tiger Woods. But you put that visor on, things change. Yeah, it was it, it was the seven iron when I. Right, it was it was a seven iron. Yeah. We got that we got that wrist turn wrist and turn, yeah. started ri uh, ripping the ball. I a mean, like bit. that stuff a little matters. Like a bladed iron versus a what was the other? What was the Oh, cavity back. Yeah, cavity back. Yeah, those, like those cavity back that, yeah. irons. So you gotta have to kind of switch it up a little bit, but yeah, and uh, you know, it can be a tough adjustment. But you want to talk about some adversity yesterday? You know, the course is hard. Yeah. Right. You've got Jack Haggerty in one ear. It's a hot day. You just traveled. You're not using your own clubs. But perhaps my the best excuse <laughs> of all. <laughs> You're playing with Donnie, Donnie Walsh. Donnie Walsh. And I didn't tell you that you were playing no. with Donnie Walsh. Yeah. I wasn't going to chirp. I wasn't going to chirp Hags because he was kind enough to get us on that course. It's a private course. Yeah. He got us on it for free. Like, that stuff doesn't happen ever. So no. I'm not going to chirp the guy. I'm not. I'm never going to be one to bite the hand that feeds me. Can't do it. Nibble every now and then. Can't do not it. not going to bite Cannot win with him. But Donnie Cannot Walsh. Cannot coach with him. I was saying, so after the, after the front nine where I Do we, a slight struggle. reminder... You know, for the people who are consistent listeners, you may you may recall, but for the people who only catch an episode here or there, please, 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 go back and listen to the story that Donnie told when he called into the show. Yeah, where he talks about graduating from the <laughs> U of A. <laughs> and I'll, year, I'm gonna yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. You'll have a very good sense of what 
what Brendan Donnie Walsh is all about. Exactly. And the kid talks. I finally got to meet the guy. And he was chirping in his ear on Twitter forever. He was yapping yesterday. My favorite, my favorite roast of me that he said was like, "Oh, so you didn't bring Chicago into that one? Is that what you said? It was that was that was money." And it was right before it was on seventeen, right? And we were really talking by then. And it was the elevated part three, about 170 yards out. Or it was like 155, maybe. And Walsh comes up, first one up, and, and hits a perfect shot about 20 feet past the hole, but on the green, looking pretty. And I go last, yep. and he's really in my yep. ear. Yeah, I'm like, I just got to go straight for this So pin, good. Straight at it. And I just stuck it within like five. I missed the birdie putt, but I stuck it yep. within five feet. Yep. And I was like, and I was able just to, Walsh was like, God. Frank, he's, yeah. yeah, that was that was probably off. my favorite moment of the day. But he was on me. We were we were at each other all day. Yeah, it was great. Um, we're like kindred, credit, kindred spirits. In to that his regard. credit, he got us really good on one. Yeah, he's, uh, I was te- I like I'm approaching the ball, and he goes. Uh, he was asking like some dumb question that he always does. And he goes, uh, "Oh no, Bo and Uncle Luke were a little busy last night. They were playing a uh, hide the microphone." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, dude. so good. The kid's got to do stand up. He has yeah, to. It's yeah. too good. He's so good at it, bro. He's really good off the cuff. Yeah, really good off the cuff. Yeah. So shout out Don. He makes for a great playing partner, as annoying as he can be, and like, and he doesn't hit driver either. He only hits his yeah. Well, big I, I, something I always say is like, every time I meet somebody who doesn't hit driver, I'm like skeptical of their entire life. It's oh like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's just like, and he's always talking about how you know birth and everything and this yeah. and that, but it's just like, all right, like we'll see it, let's see it, and he well, doesn't. He never brings it out. No. But he hits that hybrid. It's a well, or, man. Hits it really well. Hits it well. So gets the job done. So I, I, I know. Yeah. Two thirty, usually pretty straight. You know. That'll, that'll do some good. I've been playing a lot. Um, Encinitas Ranch, which we're going to play tonight. I play that with my pops a lot. Mm-hmm. Wide open fairways. But, dude, it's so f- dude, this game is so frustrating. I'm pulling out my hair, like, every round. Mm-hmm. I've been playing golf literally my whole life. And not right. that, like, competitively by any means. Mm-hmm. But for as much golf as I've played in my life. We're probably a little different in that regard. I didn't start until, like, high school. Not even. So I Kilo's the same lot. way. I played a lot in middle school. Okay. But then once high school baseball turned around, I really wanted to start going after this baseball and college thing. Yeah. Um, I put down the clubs entirely, and then yeah. I picked it back up around my sophomore year of college. No. See, I'm – I always, always – other than baseball season, uh-huh. other than, like, high school baseball season, I like to – When you're out golf. here. Half yeah, time. and we get to play year-round, so yeah. it's a completely different thing. But I just feel like as much golf as I've played, I'm way better than I'm reflecting. But I think everyone feels that way mm-hmm. about golf. So um, – you know, I got I was blessed by the golf gods with a Scotty Cameron putter. And you would think, you know, when a guy pulls out a Scotty Cameron, they, oh, you know, they might sink some putts. But oh my lord, good god almighty, I can't putt to save my life. Mm. It's embarrassing. Like it's it's horrifyingly bad. Right. Like I leave putts five feet short at times. It's it really, really bad. Yeah, we're not pros. No yeah, but I, I think I am, and I walk around like I am. Other than the fact that I play barefoot a lot. I was going to say, well, we're, I'm playing barefoot tonight. Oh, I yeah. brought my shoes, but I'm going to play barefoot Oh, tonight. I'm yeah, I'll be in flops, cool. yeah, teeing off barefoot. Because like, sure. I've never done that. I've never had the ability to never have, have the weather to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like a lot of people out here do. Good. A okay. lot of people do. I don't want to be like a Jamoke walking around barefoot no, on the fairway, no. but like... I told my, my pops this morning, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to play barefoot. He's like, you better be in the fairway then. <laughs> like, um, rattlesnake come up and get yeah. you, you know. I don't know if 
I mean, no shot really stands out, but I'm always hyped when I, I hit my hybrid pretty well sometimes. Yeah. I hit my hybrid pretty well, so I, like, par fives on my second shot sometimes I'll, like, yeah. I'll really try and go for it, 230 out or whatever. That, how about that, that the 16th yesterday, the drive where you bent it around the left-hand oh, side? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it Plays like to the fade a little bit, exactly. which was nice. But that's like, dude, I was creeping on three hundo there, yeah. like dead center of the fairway, which was sick. But um, still part it. That's not like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah didn't do I was like, all right, but I'll put this in, yeah, put yeah, this one yeah, close. I had a like, birdie putt. Yeah. It, that didn't happen. I mean, <laughs> come on. Um, but a lot of fun. So, okay. A lot of golf this summer. Go check out Sammy Sweet Swings. The yeah. the content's really Swinger funny. TV on IGTV. Yeah, Swinger yeah. TV is great. But yeah, it's the it's the ups and downs showing the good and the bad. Yeah. Which I feel like you never see on like social media. In social general. media, right? It's you always know, he, it's always my life's perfect, my life's this, yeah. my life's that. So no, it's, it's does cool a good that job he, he combating that. Yeah. Although he hasn't shared his score from the the round, the round, yeah, the round where apparently he blew up. He has not shared the and, score and, for that and one. And he's quitting golf, you know. Yeah, that's what he said. I'm yeah. done. It's over. I'm, I, I I'm feel done. like he I'm says that all the time, as much as I say, like I'm quitting drinking. Yeah, yeah I'm totally. done drinking. Yeah. All right. Um, big UFC fight. Yeah, we'll we'll close with this tomorrow night. Um, this one's near and dear, man. This one's near and dear because I started watching MMA during season five of The Ultimate Fighter. It was the first season I like was really on. You know, it's American Idol for fighters, right? right? So they fight each other, and the winner gets to become a UFC fighter. Well, on that season was the younger brother of prominent UFC star Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz. And Nate was just classic Nate on the show. Like now that you know Nate, right? You know, ten years removed from it or fifteen years removed from it, you look back and it's like the dude hasn't changed in the slightest. Guys who like would chirp him in the in the house, you'd be like, uh, no, bro, like let's fight right now. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't care when we're supposed to fight. Like, if we have beef, we fight now. That's like how this works. Right. He lives that life, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he lives that life. And me and Keeler were talking about this fight uh you know, Nate Diaz last couple of years last night. He took his fight against Michael Johnson. He has like he has an impressive resume of fighters that he's fought against. So but not Michael Johnson in 2015, and you know Michael Johnson's a good fighter. You know he's a top 10, 155 guy. But he wasn't elite by any means. But he took the fight and he, he beat Michael Johnson. Nice. It was a good win for for Nate. Mm-hmm. And after the fight, you hear Conor McGregor, "You're taking everything I work for, mf'er. I'm I'm fighting your ass. You know you know who's the real fight, who's the real money fight. It's me. It's not these other clowns. You already punked at the press conference." So he calls out McGregor, right? And that's mm-hmm. just – it's like the best moment sure. on the mic in the U- the history of the UFC. Like, just so good. So then he sets up the fight with McGregor after Rafael Ra- Dos Anjos drops out due to an injury. Because he, he does not care about who he's fighting. Does not care, bro. And you don't see that. Like, these guys are all savages, but you don't see that. So he's willing to fight anyone. So 13 days notice, he says, yeah, I'll fight McGregor. Yeah, I'll do that. I, you know what I mean? And he stays fight ready, right? He's, he's the guy. He doesn't, he doesn't go through training camps. Right? He's just always fight ready. Mm-hmm. He's always running. He always does triathlons. And then he beats McGregor. And it's a good matchup for, for Diaz because he doesn't get knocked out. And McGregor's a knockout artist. He's long. And McGregor's strength is usually his like, length and being able to hit guys from far away. And he's durable, 
And so he goes five rounds. Well, McGregor doesn't go five rounds. So it's a good matchup for him. So he wins the first fight, gets the second fight, puts on another show, you know, a 50-50 decision. That's, you know, the name of the game. He probably did lose it and like, but for McGregor to be content with this decision victory over Diaz tells me a lot about where McGregor heads at. That tells me a lot. And for him not to want to run that thing back one more time Mm -hmm. in the last three years. Well, Diaz said, you know, I'm a fighter. This is what I do. So I'm going to fight. And he's going to only do fights that interest him. And so now, tomorrow night, he's going to fight Anthony Showtime Pettis. And these guys have beef that a lot of people don't know about going back like 10 years. So, you know, both these guys are WEC guys, which is the company before the UFC for 155 and under. And back then, um, both those guys were stars, but they never fought each other. It was really interesting. Like, they're both of the same blood. They're both cut from the same cloth, right? They're the last of this dying breed of fighters. And tomorrow night, we're going to get to see him square off for one last time. But Nate's beef with the UFC was always that he never got the push that other fighters got. And Showtime Pettis won the title real quick. And he goes on a Wheaties box. Diaz goes, what the fuck? I want to fight the guy on the Wheaties box. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the guy I want. I'm realer than all these guys. They think that they're the dude that slaps people around. No, I slap dudes around. And so now we get to see two guys who are just absolute warriors. Both don't give a damn about getting bloodied up. Both don't care about getting hit. Like, this thing is going to be a war. You can believe that tomorrow night. And I am so excited. For the first time in three years, we get to see Nate Diaz back in the center of the octagon. And it's so full circle for me to now want to be covering the UFC, to covering the fight game, starting with the guy I first started watching with, Nate Diaz on The Ultimate Fighter in Season 5. This is a full circle moment for me. This could, you know, I don't know if this is his last fight. It could be, you know, if he wins, I will be very interested to see what happens when he grabs that mic from Joe Rogan tomorrow mm. night after because he's not going to be on Fox. You know, when you're on Fox, you got to be censored. Tomorrow night's, sh- you know, that's going to be a uh, a pay-per-view event. Yeah. So when he grabs that mic and Joe Rogan says, wow, Nate Diaz, what an impressive win for your career. How's it feel to come back after three years? The following 30 seconds could be very what telling. What do you think? What do you think he says? I don't know if he gives McGregor the time of day. And if he does, he's going to say, well, I already slapped around that punk Irish dude twice. He doesn't want to fight me. I slapped around Khabib. He doesn't want to fight me. I just want to fight a real dude. And now you guys know in the audience, I know who's in the crowd and who's watching on TV. I go away for three years. I sneeze and you guys care about it. I come back for one fight in three years, and it's one of the most bought, most watched fights of the year. UFC, wake the fuck up and pay me. I want to get paid. I think he could say something like that. Mm. Yeah. Business decisions. Oh, it could. <laughs> Dude, I, he's, I mean, he has a speech impediment. People right. think that he speaks funny because of the fighting. Yeah. He's been speaking funny since he's... 10 years old like he has a speech impediment like mm-hmm. it's not this is not on co- like coming from the fighting he, you know what i mean it might get worsened by fighting but it is not 
people think, oh my God, he's you know he's punch drunk. Sure, and like that's I mean that's why McGregor is so well known is because of his uh, way to, you know, with dialect and talk. Right, and the yeah, talking. Exactly. And it's a big part of the game now. So Diaz is smart, man, and he's gonna. Sh- oh, the first thing he does, I should say this. He'll thank his team. Yo, shout out Gilbert Melendez. Shout out Jake Shields. Shout out uh, Richard Perez. Um, shout out to my brother, Nick Diaz, the main man, the legend. Like, you guys have a good idea of, like, where I come from now. Mm. And he'll say, uh, this is Stockton. He, he might end it with something about Stockton, <laughs> bro. And if he does, if he does, it'll be pretty badass. So I'm hype, man. And then the main event's the heavyweight uh, rematch of Daniel Cormier, Stipe Miocic. I, t- I think uh, Cormier takes it. I think he wears out Stipe over time. It's not going to be like the last fight. Cormier's going to eat a shot tomorrow. He's going to eat a right hand from Stipe. Because Stipe's so big, man. He's so big. He does that stock down, kind of that Darren Till stock down. Right? You know what I mean? Where <coughs> walk him down, get him up against the cage. And there's going to be a moment where Cormier's going to have to either shoot for a, shoot for a takedown or he's going to eat a punch. And if he can shoot for that takedown, is going to be in trouble. The moment they, they start interlocking, Daniel could land something. And it's exactly what happened in the first fight. But I do not think it ends in two minutes like the last one did. So I am excited. I think uh, I think Mr. T, Dr. Buckets, if you will, is going to be getting the fight tomorrow night. Ooh. So excited to watch. It'll be my last night in San Diego before I go back for uh, one last dance. The swan song. The swan song. Got to do it right. One more football season. Mm. I got KB at the zoo. Boogie time. I got a good set of classes. Boogie night. Dude, it's going to be a good one, man. Boogie night. Yeah, it's we're going to be all right. Good one. We're going to be all right. I'm very excited. Ryan Tree, Jalen Knox. Yeah. Don DiGiacento. If we get the band. You know what? I don't Defense. even care about the band. I, I don't even care. You know, I'd love to get the band we'll lifted so we can yeah. compete in a playoff. For Let's just go win ball games. football in general. Hey. I almost think it could give give us a chip on the shoulder, without a doubt. And say, you know, I have no idea what we're gonna do. But if Barry's go, got the boys got like, look, uh, eight and three, whatever it is. I I honestly think, you know, if everything goes perfectly, we could be walking into Athens in October. I think it's early November, late October. We could be walking into Athens undefeated for the SEC East title, basically for those two. It could, it's a very, it's it's. I would say I put those chances at about thirty percent because Mizzou's gonna Mizzou. We know that. Okay. But I. I believe in what Barry's doing. Derek Dooley, another year under Derek his belt. Dooley is a Derek Dooley is Alabama Al. Shout out to, to Alabama Al. Shout out Alabama Al at the uh, the Athletic in KC. But uh, no, I, I've, I've, it's it's tempered excitement because I know after five years of Mizzou football following them, it's it's a grind to get through those types of games. And I'll be there, West Virginia. All right, first day with All the right. new stadium. It's well, gonna be a big time. I'm I'm taking a peek How's over the, marine the backyard. Like? You know, it's important as I was explaining yesterday. You know, in San Diego, you constantly look towards the beach to yeah. scope the marine layer by the ocean, see if there's any clouds. And well, gentlemen, it looks pretty clear. So uh, another great pod, NBA just breakdown in all dynamics of it. A little bit of uh, life, you know, recapping, talking about. But brother, we haven't recorded together. In Every single time, it is so easy, so easy. It's good stuff. So um, only getting better. Yeah, we're getting better. Think so. So uh, I guess there's one last thing to do, but let's go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. Let's go home. <laughs> let's go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. Make a make a clap to this. Make a make a clap to this.